How does it? How does it go again? I always the... go, <laughs> dude. Are you sure it's not a copyright infringement? I'm. I, I have no idea where I would have stolen it from, but I'm sure I did. Like it doesn't know. You're fine. And that because I always start episode with like, wait, what's our theme song? And then we go, oh yeah, it's this. And then we go. Episode three. Here we go now. Dude, when you did that for episode two, I died. I was like, episode two, da, ba, da, da. Welcome back, everyone, to Avatar, the first viewing. Season one, episode three. Episode title, uh, what's it called again? The, the Southern, Southern Air, Air Temple. Temple. Which, I love that title because it implies that there are other air temples. Exactly. World building yep. right in the title there. Anyways, I am your co-host and Avatar expert, Eli. I am Peter I am a co-host, and I am your avatar newbie. I am Nikki, and I am your fact checker and director. I think it's time. Why don't we kick it off with a little bit of an episode recap? I'm the newbie. I give the recap, and here it goes. Yep, yep. I either guessed right or I either saw this episode a long time ago and remembered it because I was correct. Beginning of the episode, they're getting on Appa to beeline for the Southern Air Temple, uh, where Aang grew up. Um, where he remembers, and Sokka and... What the fuck is her name? Dude, I will remember these names soon. Katara. Sokka and Katara, mostly Katara, she's very nurturing and, like, you know, watching out for Aang, is trying to warn him, you know, hey, like, it's been a hundred years, man. Like, who knows? All your friends are dead. Hey, remember the uh, war? So, um, yeah, you know, like, maybe they're not here anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, the, the anticipation builds, because... Maybe there's other airbenders and, like, we get to see where Aang's from, right? They do a good, like, A story, B story back and forth with, with Zuko, and I'm sure they'll do that through the entire season. But um, yeah. just to talk through Aang a bit, like, you get, they get to this southern air temple. It's, like, mystically up in the mountains, and you're not supposed, like, no one can get to it unless they can ride a flying bison. Uh-huh. So that's why Aang is, like, super cocky about, like, oh, they're probably, like, fine. They get there. It's empty. He's kind of reminiscing, and you get to explore the village of, like, these Tibetan Buddhist kind of feeling monk villages, and they, they have this, they, like, And they call themselves tibur- monks as well. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely monks. They play this, like, Airball. avatar version of yeah. Quidditch, and, like, it's fun. <laughs> There's a flashback where you see, like, you know, the monks running around and having a good time to see, like, to get you, you know, sucked into, like, how, like, loving and, like, nice the whole village is. And you meet in the flashback Aang's like student and like awesome airbender master, jolly monk slash basically the Dalai Lama type person. <laughs> Gyatsu, right? He, his name? Oh, yeah, yeah. What is that? Gyatsu? I think it's Gyatsu with a G. That Gyatsu? is a fa- yeah. That is a fact check right there. I'll have you know that you're both wrong. It is Gyatso. G-Y-A-T-S-O. Aang's teacher, Gyatso, the best airbender of the time. Anyways, continue, Peter. Gyatso. Okay, yes. And he's very Jolly Monk, very Dalai Lama. They all have arrows on their head, which I was like, oh, I thought Aang had the arrow because he was the avatar. I was like, what? So they see that, and then they flash back. They go through this, like mysterious temple area where you can only open it with like airbending skills and inside is just like uh stone statues reminiscent of like they have those in china the uh what's it terracotta warriors right yes yeah reminiscent Mm -hmm. of terracotta warriors 
and you can say it's like something mystical and cool. Oh, and Aang says like, in the flashback, Gyatso says, when you're ready, you will enter and your helper guide person will appear or something. There's, a, there's someone he needs effect. to meet, right? That's what he Yeah, said. somebody he needs yeah. to meet, okay. Which makes me think that like, there's like a very specific mystical position that Katara will take as like his guide or something. Uh-huh. Uh, going back to something that you may be hinted on before. They kind of come outside and explore and Aang accidentally finds, or Aang stumbles into like a bunch of skeleton bodies and armor of Fire Nation people. And then in the center, like a skeleton that has like Gyatso's like necklace medallion around him. He freaks out, goes into Psyduck mode again, and Typhoon bursts up. Uh, so the Terracotta Warriors are of the past avatars, they explain. Mm-hmm. Katara knew this. So it's like, they're, yeah, they're all the avatars, and they give you a little bit of a Wikipedia Britannica fact of like, oh, they are reincarnated uh, one after the other, and it, and it goes in cycles of nations. Very yin and yang. It goes fire, air, something, something. So we know that before Aang, it was a fire dude, which then mm-hmm. begs the question, you know, like, was this guy a fucking asshole? Is that why <laughs> the Fire Nation was able to take over? Oh, you'll um, have to find I don't know. out. <laughs> that is That's, that is a know. great a great question, um, and yeah. I can't wait for you to find out the answer to that one. That's a really good. Okay. Anyway, when Ang freaks out and goes into Psyduck mode, basically, all these beams of light burst out from this temple in the Fire Nation, and I think they also show it somewhere within water and earth, maybe. Yes. Um, basically, it, it alerts the people around these temples that like. Uh, the Avatar has returned. So now the something. Fire Lord is aware uh, that the Avatar is, like, making moves. Yes. Avatar is making moves because that's what Avatars do. Sometimes they're frozen in an ice cube, though. For a hundred years, ball. but, yeah. Um, they also run into a little cute little lemur thing. Um, very, very, like, Abu-like. Little, little uh, plushy toy for them to sell later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on Zuko's mm. side, basically what happens is... I think since his ship is fucked up, he needed to go back to the Fire King, Fire Nation. He is greeted by this older fire dude with, like, a mean-ass, like, beard situation going on. Sideburns. I thought it was his dad at first, but it, it just turns out it's just, like, a shitty condescending other general guy. He's trying to find out if Zuko has any leads on the Avatar. It, it's made very clear that, like, it's a very militaristic society, or, like, at least the Fire Nation people that we've seen so far. Zuko we now know is like like this recluse renegade that was banned from the city for some reason or banned from like disowned mm-hmm. by the nation for some reason and i'm sure his we it's also funny that we never addressed his eye scar yeah <laughs> like, I, mean, I just took it yeah. as given so i'm sure his eye scar has something to do with it why he was like disowned and like why he has such a chip on his shoulder and like so then it seems that uncle zuko who we find out is like a retired war hero I take back maybe my guess from the first episode of him being very two-dimensional. I'm, I, I am now uh-huh. certain that, like, we're going to see him do some badass shit later. Uh-huh. But it, he seems like he's kind of just uh, babysitting Zuko for now. So Zuko uh, comes back, is greeted by this general person. I don't know his name. Admiral, or Commander Zhao. Commander Zhao. I think he recently got promoted. Yeah. Zuko pretends like he doesn't know anything about the Avatar because he doesn't want people following the scent and catching them before him. But later, Commander Zhao interrogates Zuko's fleet to find out that they saw the Avatar anyway. And I think they square off. I I forget why they fight, but I think it's to, like, defend their honor or just because of egos or something. But they fight, 
uh, Zuko almost loses, but then like does that thing where he almost he like beats him and then like punches him right next to his head. Right. And it's like the end of a duel. The classic moment in movies and TV where it's like, just shoot me. And then they shoot right next to them. Not worried about the shrapnel, oh, yeah, yeah. of course, but you don't have to worry about that with firebending. He was like, do, do it. it. Kill me. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I think that leaves off where, like, now Zuko not only wants to find the Avatar, but wants to find it faster than a fleet of other fire fire people ships, right. I think. And he specifically, he wants to find the, the Avatar himself. That's the big revelation yes. of this episode. And he doesn't, it's a personal quest. It's not so much of a, he's a loyal soldier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is what He wants Jow to rub is. it in the Fire Nation's face. Yeah. Um, so I think we should jump into our favorite scenes. Yep, yep. Favorite scenes. I guess I really enjoyed, I get. I don't, this is kind of a lame favorite scene, but I really liked when he was going into the, the temple with like, it was dark and cavernous and like, There were those warriors. And this is just me like being a young, like the young boy in me just nerding out. Like when the eyes lit up, you see all the spiraling up of like all the avatars that came before. And you're like, whoa, like this is so like ancient and like so much heritage and stuff like that. Um, It just makes you appreciate that they're going to develop this a lot. Yeah. Um, And also it's just like, it makes me uh, reminiscent of like, a lot of Asian and Confucian themes that I, I like think I'm used to from when I was a kid growing up in Korea of like ancestry, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay. like similar to Mulan where they, where like you see ancestor ghost type things, yeah. like, you know, uh-huh. um, I will say like, then my like grown up brain was like, eh, if you assume that an average lifespan is 50 years <laughs> in that age multiplied by about X many yeah. avatars <laughs> that you see on the screen, that's like. A lot of millennia. I don't know if humans... Uh, and then I'll, like, yeah. stop, Peter. <laughs> right, right. And you try to, th- you try to like, reverse engineer the world yeah. building from the, <laughs> Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Of course, I already know all the answers to this, but I'm not going to tell you. I think I know what my favorite scene was. Mine is kind of like... Usually it's a, a more serious scene that I like, but I just like the... Yeah. When they land and Zhao is like, so where's the, where's the Avatar? And they have that little moment... Zuko and Iroh, where Zuko says, oh, yeah, Iroh, uh, you were saying, you, why don't you tell a story? And Iroh goes, no, why don't you tell? It's like the cla- classic comedy, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that is very I, classic. Like, I had a little hearty like heart old school at that 80s com- comedy. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's like Bert, Bert and Ernie or like... Buddy comedy sort disco. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It sort of broke the tone of the episode from that point, but I was fine with it because, I don't know, I just enjoyed the yeah. comedy in that moment. I think last episode you said... Hey, maybe uh, the Fire Nation genocided the Air Nation or the Air Nomads yeah, yeah, and yeah. like you show up yeah. and I think it's a little bit of a surprise for them to yeah. just show like the skeleton of Gyatso, yeah. presumably Gyatso. I can't remember what Nikki said. now. I think it's Gyatso. Yes, Gyatso. Yeah. Literal skeleton and he's like, dang, man, they really done did it to us that way. Fire Nation. Oh my God, yeah. Ang was very confident that no one can get there without a flying bison, so how'd they get there, you know? and It this, wasn't just, like, one or yeah. two. It was, a, like, an army. And this also, in a way, kind of addresses my, my uh, bogus thesis from the last couple episodes where I'm like, there's no way the Fire Nation would be able to sort, assault the Water Nation. One could have said something similar to the Air Nomads because, yeah, exactly yeah. as Aang said... 
how are they going to climb up this vertical mountain um, yeah, when yeah, there's yeah. an airbend airbenders defending it they figured it out some way and now that i'm thinking about it i know how they did it um from other parts in the series so i will not reveal that either oh i want to know there's a whole lot of secrets in this episode here's the thing though you got to realize right it's not that actually maybe i don't know the way that the bodies are laid out it it doesn't seem like the fire nation came in massacred everybody yeah and then like conquered the place because they would have like done something with their dead right yeah there was clear clearly a conflict that caused a lot of death and then like the remaining fire people limpered off or if that's what limped off or maybe it was just like a uh like a blitzkrieg like heist mission where like they came to seize the avatar and like there was a lot of deaths but as soon as they realized it was there was no the avatar wasn't there that they left i I don't know yeah, it's a little unclear. So there's definitely there's right. a some sort of battle that took place there, yeah. and subsequently, the yeah. temple was deserted because there wasn't that yeah. many skeletons. There was a couple, you know, there's a helmet here and there. There's the pile of bodies in that one random building in that one Air Nation body, uh, but yeah. not that much else. Uh, mostly deserted. Yeah. So I mean, I think I think there will be more Airbenders eventually somewhere hiding because uh-huh. where are the where. Are, because if if they left that one body, like why didn't they just the Fire Nation? To me, I feel like maybe they took them as prisoners. Very possible. Yeah. But if they massacred them and they left their own people's bodies, I don't think they would have like cleaned up the Airbenders' <laughs> bodies, right? Right. So either they fled or they're prisoners, or I I don't know. And I actually cannot. I guess think those of, are the predictions. Uh, predict <gasps> predict that I forgot to say it. Predictions. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, we already we already went over it, but uh, that's yeah, a prediction yeah, yeah. Um, that there is yeah. that Avatar Aang is not the last Airbender. Yep. That's your prediction? Oh, well, it is the title. I don't know. I feel like there's going to be other Airbenders. Yep, that's my prediction. Okay. I want to know yeah. your prediction. Why is Zuko exiled? Yeah, wait. I don't. I have no idea, man. Why? That's I don't know. prediction time. Yeah, prediction time? I don't know. Maybe it's like a... Um, Something happened with his face. Yeah. Maybe he was a fucking brat. Maybe he was a brat and he fucked around. He messed around too much and like challenged the wrong guy. And okay. oh, I feel like I feel like the Fire Nation definitely has a bunch of like trial by combat. Yeah. Type of I situations. Mean, did you remember the line Shout out that to Game they of said? Thrones? He said, I challenge you to an Agni Kai. You remember that? Oh, I challenge you to an Agni Kai. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. No, I don't remember him. Sp- I, I remember him specifically saying something, but like Some I don't know Agni Kai. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess he must have challenged. Isn't his dad someone big? Isn't his dad like the big guy or something? His dad, his dad Which is, is the Fire Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the Fire Lord. So I think he challenged the Fire Lord. Did I? Do I know this, or am I guessing this, or maybe I know this from the past? I'm not sure. Because of something, and then he got. But that's a good guess. He got his shit rocked. I mean, he clearly has daddy issues, so that's. I'll just say that's why I think that. Judging by the Fire Nation, I think his dad is probably the one that gave him the scar. Mm-hmm. Um, that Yeah, that's why. He, and then he was banished on top of that because he was an embarrassment because he lost uh, Agni Kai. Right. Um, yeah. But, you know, so he has all this, like, teenage angst, and he's mad because his dad doesn't love him and didn't show him love, but he's also, like, vengeful, wants to beat him, but he's also embarrassed because he wasn't killed honorably in the Agni Kai. 
Maybe he challenged him because he's a good boy and he, he didn't agree with the Fire Lord's decision to be imperialistic. That'll that, definitely add a little Kylo hey, Ren-like inner yeah. conflict. That is also a good guess because we were given some evidence this episode that Zuko has at least more conscience than some of the other firebenders because after defeating Zhao, mm. he had that little conflict moment where Zhao uh, was yes. like, yo, fuck me up, bro. And Zuko's like, you know, shoots right next to his face. Didn't want to, didn't harm him in that moment when he could have. Yeah. And it seemed yeah, yeah, against yeah. the his culture to do so because Zhao was like, oh, you're yes. a coward. That seemed to be like the way things went since it was expected of him to do so. Yeah. Which is which means that that's probably part of the reason he was exiled because he won't like mercilessly execute people. Mm. Oh, maybe his maybe the Fire Lord like ordered him to go like kill a bunch of waterbenders or airbenders and he didn't do it or something. Mm. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I want to know more about yeah. your predictions about we were introduced to some of the previous avatars. So the last one was a firebender. Yeah. Give me a you mentioned you briefly touched on maybe he was an asshole. Tell me who you think this firebender guy was, this previous guy. Named um, his name is Roku, well, remember. Aang just knew that somehow. Roku. Oh, that's right. So and I also watched um, this my on Roku, Roku TV's actually been yeah, acting up. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Roku. Uh, <laughs> um, this um, is a it's called native yeah. advertising, you know, when it just weaves into the, the story of the podcast. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um I okay, so I think it's there's a lot of it's a very like traditional Asian theme to have reincarnation. Like obviously the Dalai Lama and like Buddhist monks like believe in it, but like you see that theme in All for One and My Hero. Yeah. Uh, you see that all over, you know, Eastern content. So that's mm -hmm. very explicitly here. And a part of that is like their consciousness is shared. And I'm sure that he's accessing like blurry memories from them as well as all of their channeled powers combined right. and all that stuff. Yeah. Aang remembered his name, but like didn't remember much else. I'm sure he'll find like remember more as he goes on. I mean, who's to say? But what we know is that for a hundred for the hundred years that Ang was gone, the Fire Nation kind of decided to be dicks and like take over. Mm -hmm. it, basically, like I think the opening sequence implies that before the Fire Nation decided to be dicks, there was a, there was a very like healthy equilibrium. Yes. Long ago, the four nations lived in harmony. Oh, okay, yeah, that's explicit. <laughs> Never mind. I thought I was being smart. Um, so it was very, it was very uh, peaceful. But then the uh, industrial revolution slash the red team, uh, Fire Nation decided to be assholes. They disrupt that. But the thing is, like, what keeps the nations in checks is that, like, hey, you can be an asshole, but like next cycle the avatar is going to be on a different nation and he's going right. to whip your ass into shape. Yeah, which is uh -huh. why you know. There's an there's kind of like a, a peaceful status quo, mm -hmm. but Ang disappearing, you know, is probably what somewhat like opened up the space for the Fire Nation to decide to do that. Yeah. But if I'm just thinking out loud here, Ang wouldn't have become the Avatar until Roku died. I would yeah. think. I, yeah. I my under he's a reincarnation. My understanding of reincarnation rules is that all for one is like. You don't have to die to pass it on. Right. You know, it's That's not, a special not like case, that. I like, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so my understanding is Avatar dies far off in a, in a barn somewhere, a virgin lays an egg, <laughs> and it's the next Avatar. A, a four-armed <laughs> penguin lays an egg, and then it's yeah. the Avatar. <laughs> and it's the Avatar. Um, so that, that would mean that the 
Fire Nation became assholes after Roku. So maybe, I don't know, something with Roku plus the next Avatar not appearing is what caused the Fire Nation to right. go around. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not so ready to blame Roku, but there maybe there's something around that. I, I don't okay. know. <laughs> I, like, I, I love, these are great predictions. I really like the way you logic through all this. You're like a writer right now. It's great. Why don't we move on to critiques? Yep, yep. Critiques. Critiques. Um, do you have any critiques? I'm going to try to yes, rack my brain. I do critiques. have critiques. My critique is that, okay. again, we kind of, we touched a little bit about maybe there was a battle. We don't really know what happened at the Southern Air Temple. The Southern Air Temple looked to be in really yep. good shape considering it's basically deserted. Oh, that's true. They still had yeah. the, the little... Uh, shafts where they played air ball quidditch thing and the ball was just there yep seemed to be in pretty good shape as well yep. uh no weeds yep. nothing like that even though there's definitely a lot of vegetation <laughs> growing around you could see in the flashbacks they had trees yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff maybe they died out but yes the air the air temple looked to be in really good shape i think it should be a little bit more roughed up yeah how about you Okay, I'll I'll use a I'll use a low low ball low like a layup complaint. Yeah, um, not even a critique. It's just like Sokka's useless. Like plot wise, like right, what, what did he right. even do that episode? You know, like, he, he'll do stuff eventually. Hang hang on to yeah. Sokka. He's a great character. In this episode, he really didn't have much to do because Katara was yeah. was the one who was furthering Aang's arc, and yep. Sokka was basically there as like a tag team or someone to bounce ideas off of Katara and like challenge her. So he oh, did have fair. that role and uh, saying fair. like, yo, just tell him what happened. But Katara's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no. But he did have, I will come back and say this. He did have a full, complete arc in this episode. He was hungry the whole he time. He food. He got, he got his food, food at the end <laughs> from the new character and it made him yeah, yeah, become yeah. friends with Momo. Uh, I I stand corrected. You're right. That was a full arc. Very yep. They set it up. Ang used his the jerky, jerky. Of firewood, yep. and then he keeps asking for food at the temple. The whole time. Stuff. Yes. He's like, let's eat the lemur or whatever, and then the lemur uh -huh. later brings him fruit, and he's happy. Yep. They they didn't completely forget about him in this episode. They had yeah, yeah, something yeah. to clean. All right, all right. They had some right. food, some literal food for him to. Bud crumbs yeah, for yeah, him yeah. to eat yeah, all yeah, his yeah, way yeah. to the end. <laughs> all right. I gotta say, I love his haircut too. <laughs> oh yeah, it's he was he was definitely ahead of that trend. That like I think oh, yeah, 2013 yeah, yeah. is when it 2012 yeah. when it really yeah, came yeah, yeah. into like let's do the man bun thing. That was shave. like 2014 yeah. side shave man bun. I mean, I think it's Pat. Yeah. Katara's little like two braid. Oh yeah, situation iconic. is really cool too. It's iconic. Yeah, viewable on yeah. our um on our podcast cover. Um, with Nikki's face, uh, but yeah. with the little braids on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you guys look so cute, by the way. You guys look so cute. It's you could. I think I was so surprised. I was thinking before it was done. I was like, "How is this gonna look like us, but also look like the Avatar art style?" But it really does. And so much credit yeah, to dude. my friend it. Christian Claudio, who um, designed this for us. Thanks, um, Christian. Yes. It's time for the bogus thesis. The freshman year college essay bogus, bogus thesis. Bogus thesis. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. You got anything, Peter? Uh, um, <laughs> I think if I had to squeeze one out, it would be around how the peaceful monk, like Bhutan, you know, those cultures have really been like exploited by modern mm. 
culture, industrial and, cultures. Yeah, industrial cultures and things like that. Yeah. And that the industrial and technological revolutions have, you know, very much like the Fire Nation spread a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> but uh and then i would probably twist it into something about how we need a spiritual revolution you know? and that's i mean that's what the air nomads are all about and you'll see you can kind of get the hint of it um in this episode that ang is like innately spiritually gifted right yes. he he immediately knows yes. that from some spiritual connection with the avatar statues that that yeah. his name is roku right and him, him growing up in this culture of like monk people, he definitely um, got that from them as well. Yeah, yeah, I feel that they're definitely a spiritual group, which uh, I resonate a lot with because I happen to be a level five monk. Oh, uh, level five! In Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. No, you're level six now. Oh, level six! Oh, you crap, guys, you're right, you guys right, leveled right. up. But we just had our final encounter, yeah, and yeah, Peter yeah. leveled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I leveled up. <laughs> I I really like that that take though. That I hadn't really put those pieces together, tying it back to the real world, and I like how you did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What um, about you, Eli? I was thinking about this one a little bit. Usually, in so the past two times I've done a bogus thesis, it's been like this could not have happened. Was my was my thesis both times? Uh, but I'm trying to <laughs> yeah, I'm trying yeah, to do yeah. something different, dude. I I when I was scrubbing just now, there was another little comedy buddy trope. Oh, what where, was it? Where uh, on the way out after the. What is it called? Agni Kai. The, the Agni Kai. He comes out and says, um, did oh, you really tea. mean that, Uncle Uncle Iro? Uncle yeah. Iro? And he's like, I did. I did. That ginseng tea was amazing. <laughs> is that the ba -da 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 -da. What is that? Yeah, that's my fellow I think that was the final line of the episode. I, this... Avatar, a lot of the episodes end with a little bit of a zinger, you know? Where afterwards you go, oh, ah. yeah. <laughs> The last episode ended yeah, up yeah, too yeah. with um, Aang being like, we gotta go ride the monkeys and the dolphins. And it's just like, ah, oh, Aang, what a goofball. And then you, now we're saying <laughs> yeah, the same yeah, thing yeah. about Zuko and Iroh. Ah, good one, Iroh. And then the camera yep. pulls back on the jib arm and we see the sunset. And yep. then the credits roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see them yeah. pitching that. Wait, in just to right now. just to fill in just to fill in the gap for for the listeners, if you want to edit it, like yeah. basically on the way out, uh, Uncle Iroh like stops the fight and says, "You're a piece of shit, and you're not as good as my nephew." Yeah. And thank you for the ginseng tea. Y yeah, yeah. And then on, yeah, the, exactly. on the way out, um, and then he repeats it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But either way, I think that just about wraps it up. Shout out to our sponsor, Roku. Avatar, Roku, and yeah, Roku thanks, TVs Roku. coming to a Best Buy near you. <laughs> yeah, and that about wraps it up, guys. Thanks so much for listening and tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. If you want to subscribe, like, share, please share with your friends. Uh, it really help us out. Um, and let us know what you think. We have to say something profound to l l leave it off. Yeah. Say something profound, Peter. Something profound. If you're hungry and you just... Uh, Keep looking for food. One day a lemur will bring you some fruit. And that is the way of Sokka. Till next time, folks. Ding, dong, dong, bang, dong, dong, dong. <laughs> this is Peter okay. Kang with NPR News. <laughs>